This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, July 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Water Board tees up Bay Delta plan. Fair plan takes more heat. FDA announces review of food programs ahead of hearing. Well, time is ticking on the Bay Delta plant. The State Water Board has initiated the process for approving the first phase of its controversial 2018 Bay Delta plan, which will govern freshwater flows from the southern tributaries. The environmental assessment will take one year to complete, starting with a workshop on August 10th to solicit input. The board issued a draft environmental impact report on Friday and is racing to update the regulations to protect fish and wildlife populations amid a worsening drought. The plan includes protections from salinity intrusion for Delta Farms. Now, remember, the board has moved the plan forward without a set of voluntary agreements in place for this portion of the Delta, but the agency would still consider any voluntary proposals presented during the review process. The clock is now ticking for the Newsom administration to develop a final agreement with water contractors that will soften the regulatory blow proposed in the second phase of the Bay Delta plan for the upper watershed. Farm groups are still unhappy with the fair plan. The California Department of Insurance held an investigative hearing last week into the state's insurer of last resort known as the fair plan. Despite adding farms to the plan's commercial policies last year, getting approval is not easy for growers and the coverage is limited. The recent wildfires in California have either driven away insurers or forced them to pick and choose who they cover, explained Roger Isom, the president and CEO of the Western Agriculture Processors Association. California Farm Bureau Administrator Jim Houston proposed three fixes. When wildfire risk rule out private options, not enough insurance brokers are suggesting the plan to farmers and ranchers, he said. Houston also called for staffing up the association that administers the plan. And he wanted to raise coverage caps, which are currently set as low as $3 million to $20 million. Farm groups press for including home hardening measures and coverage assessments. They also hope to set up clearinghouse to move the plan's commercial policies back into the admitted marketplace. Fair Plan President Victoria Roach pushed back on the investigation, saying the plan should not be the only answer or serve as a convenient scapegoat for the insurance crisis. She charged the department with putting the plan in direct competition with the voluntary market, which could force insurers out of the market and exacerbate the crisis. FDA engaging outside experts to review human foods programs. In advance of a congressional hearing today focusing on concerns that the Food and Drug Administration's oversight of food safety is dysfunctional, FDA Commissioner Roger Califf announced he's launching a comprehensive evaluation of the agency's food programs. The review will include the Office of Food Response and Policy, Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition, as well as some parts of the Office of Regulatory Affairs. While America's food supply is safe and our foods program exports have significantly contributed to the availability of more nutritious food options for consumers, the program has been stressed by the increasing diversity and complexity of the nation's food systems and supply chain, Caliph said at a statement issued yesterday afternoon. 
fundamental questions about the structure, function, funding, and leadership need to be addressed. The agency's inspectional activities related to the program also need to be evaluated, particularly in light of stresses related to the COVID-19 pandemic. The agency also will have a review done at the Center for Tobacco Products. The Reagan Udall Foundation will work with, quote, an external group of experts and deliver findings within 60 business days. Caliph is likely to be questioned about the review at today's hearing of the Senate Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee entitled Food Safety and the Food and Drug Administration. Keep in mind, the subcommittee is responsible for FDA's annual funding. In addition to Caliph, Rake Giannis, FDA's current Deputy Commissioner for Food Policy and Response, also testifying. Elsewhere, the Senate Foreign Relations Committee will have a hearing on the global food crisis and House Ag Committee's Farm Bill hearings turn to crop insurance, which has eclipsed commodity programs in importance to row crop farmers at a time of historically high market prices. Witnesses include the CEO of AgriSampo, an Iowa-based insurance company, and a Texas insurance agent. House votes to top up USDA and FDA funding. The House has voted to put more money into the FDA to speed the approval and labeling of animal feed ingredients. The amendment was part of a block of bipartisan proposals the House okayed yesterday during debate on a package of fiscal 23 spending bills. A study by Informa Economics found it takes three to five years to get an ingredient reviewed by the FDA. The House also voted to increase funding for conservation technical assistance, USDA's farm-to-school program, and other concerns. By the way, the House rejected most GOP amendments, including a proposal by Representative John Rose, the Tennessee Republican, that would bar the Securities and Exchange Commission from requiring companies to track and disclose greenhouse gas emissions in their supply chain. Demand for the disclosures is coming from large asset managers and climate activists, not retail investors, Rose said. Enviros seek controls on CAFOs. EPA should use its existing legal authority to address air and water pollution from concentrated animal feeding operations, dozens of environmental groups sent a letter to the agency yesterday. Many of our bedrock environmental protection laws, such as the Clean Air Act, the Clean Water Act, and the Emergency Planning and Community Right to Know Act, already authorize EPA to oversee emissions and discharges from CAFOs. But EPA has consistently exempted animal agriculture from standards meant to protect communities from industrial pollution. That is according to the letter to Administrator Michael Regan. Well, here's today's He Said It. I've been jealous and enviros of other industries that have been very few members or are very homogeneous and can act in unison with large dollars very quickly. That Western Growers President and CEO Dave Puglia in the AgriPulse Food and Ag Issues Summit in Sacramento last week. Puglia was describing California agriculture's fundraising hurdles when opposing problematic bills or political candidates. You can read about the talk with Puglia and other leaders at the Agriculture uh, AgriPulse West newsletter that comes later this morning. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, July 20th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.